No. No. Okay. Good. It's gotta be. It's gonna be different every single time. You can't do the same one. All right. So. I'm loving it. And three, two, one. Da, 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 da. Hello and welcome to Unqualified Recommendations. I am one of your hosts, Kirk Price. I'm another one. I'm Chad Price. I'm another one. I'm Zach. Gosh, you're always so slow. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, could you have let a longer pause hang there, Zach? <laughs> All right, you know what? I'll wait like 20 seconds next time. Okay, um, so if you are new to the podcast, what we do here is that we have a um, recommendations for you to give you. <laughs> yeah, kind of lost my train of thought there. So what we do is each of us brings a song or an album that we would like to recommend, as well as a video game that we would like to recommend. Um, sometimes we love them, sometimes we hate them, sometimes we love to hate them. Um, after each song recommendation, we will wait a moment to give you a moment to listen to the song yourself, um, and then we'll come back in and we'll discuss it. Um, and then afterwards, uh, we'll each give it a rating, you know, out of 10, not out of 100. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that'd be too much. That's too much work. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we're going to take our turns mention your songs and talk about it. Um, so this will be our second episode released. Uh, we kind of get, get uh, we kind of have a better idea of what we're going to do now. Our plan is to have releases on a weekly basis. Now, unfortunately we missed last week. Um, but after that, we're going to kind of step it up a little bit. We'll be recording every week, releasing the week afterwards. Um, and our plan is to have a 13 episode season and starting episode four, we will begin to have a few guests on our show and have them uh, come in and talk about a few things as well. Um, so expect the episodes with guests to be a little bit longer whenever we get to those. Um, and, uh, I think that's it for our intro. So... Zach, why don't you start us off with your song recommendation today? What? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Step up. My song recommendation, Toxic Paradise by Oliver Francis. Toxic Paradise. I don't think I've ever heard of yeah. that. Why do you like it, Zach? Uh, you know, because it's a, it's a nice beach. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Everyone gets it at this point. You said Oliver Francis, right? Uh, yeah. I really thought you were going to say Oliver Tree at first, but I'm a little bit disappointed. Yeah, I should have. So, besides it being a beach song, Zach, why do you like it? Uh, man, that's the part I hate. I don't know how to describe why I like these songs. <laughs> why do we even they have just, you here? Just, <laughs> I don't Zach's know. You asked player. me to be I don't here. think Zach feels. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Zach feel. has no true feelings. <laughs> I have no emotions. <laughs> Okay, it just uh, a part of my brain. <laughs> okay, so I guess we're gonna go ahead and take right a listen side. to uh, "Toxic Paradise." So you know how earlier we were talking about how Zach has like no emotions. Yeah, that's like literally what the song is about. <laughs> 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 Zach, I think I know why it's your favorite, bro. It just tickles that part of my brain, the serial killer part. Zach, I gotta tell you a secret. I did not like the song. the song. <laughs> I didn't like it at all. <laughs> I, I don't, don't like the, the first bit of it, but mm. after the first bit, I that's the part that I enjoy. All mm. the rest of it. I just feel like it's like one of the most basic songs I've ever heard in my life, if that makes sense. <laughs> no. So, 
I will say that for this song coming out in what looks like 2021, it is a very early 2000s song. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, it sounds it sounds like um oh, what are they called? Maroon 5 made this song. I could see that. Yeah. But um it just follows that classic, you know, you have like uh your basic chorus, you've got your you start with two two verses, go into a chorus, verse, chorus, little bit of a mix up here. Chorus, chorus, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like the basic song formula for the 2000s. Yeah, not, not to say it's bad, you know, I actually I think that this is probably the one I enjoy the most out of your recommendations so far, Zach. Um, I think that it has to do with one part I liked is that they managed silence well. Oh, yeah, uh, which you yeah, know, the breakdown I, part, yeah, 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 I agree. I think they did that part really, really well. Yeah. Um, I think that a few other things they did well was, you know, kind of like uh, keeping a beat throughout, but also changing it up enough to where it doesn't become super repetitive. Mm. Now, i got to say, towards the end, whenever they repeated the chorus, I was like, okay, yeah, and I get it. Yeah. We're repeating the chorus now. <laughs> let's let's go ahead and wrap it up. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be honest. <laughs> I think that's when it started to like really wear on me because it felt like it was just really, really repetitive. Just, I don't know. I, I just think the chorus was not unique enough for me to consider it like, like good. Does that make sense? Yeah. The lyrics are pretty good. I mean, I see some original stuff in here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I, they're not basic. The <laughs> chorus is basic, but I mean, the, I don't think the lyrics are basic. Yeah. I, I think the chorus was the main reason why I didn't like it. Cause like, I feel like it had big potential. Like it wasn't a bad song. I don't want to like dish on it. Like it wasn't a bad song. It was just like, it felt very underwhelming. If that makes sense. Yeah. I'm sorry, Zach, we are going in on your song. Bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we are just roasting the shit out of it. Your song is bad and you should feel bad. <laughs> um, no, what did you think, Zach? T- get, defend it at least. Come on. <laughs> what? Defend think, it. Yeah, defend it. Come on. I want to know why I it can't tickles that pretty brain. You can't defend <laughs> it. I can't defend the lyrics. You can't? Man. No. The part that really tickles my brain is just the beat. The beat? Yeah. It sounded like I could play Geometry Dash to it. Yeah. <laughs> As, <laughs> exactly. I don't know. <laughs> Probably when you first heard it, you sitting there playing Geometry Dash and it just came on in the background. Yeah. <laughs> playing one of the perfect. custom maps with like custom music. Dude. You know, I actually genuinely could see that on Geometry Dash. All right. So, Zach, what, what's your rating for it? I guess six out of ten. I would agree. I would give it a six out of ten. Really? I think I would go back on this. Yeah, it's going to be like a one out of ten. Uh, I was thinking like a three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> it just, I didn't like it. I don't know. I, I think it's mar- marginally because like that's literally all that I ho- heard growing up, you know. But like yeah. now, I actually know what I like to listen to, and it's not that at all, <laughs> at all. <laughs> so yeah, I, I guess know, it's I a like little, little bit nostalgic. Some of these. Got a sound to it. What were you saying, Zach? Yeah. I like uh, some of these songs. Some of them overdo it, but this one, I don't know. I I don't (laughs) think it overdoes it a little bit. I I genuinely was surprised when I looked up at the release date as 2021. (laughs) Like, I seriously (laughs) thought that this was like an early 2000s song. 
Like it just fits perfectly with that with that time frame. Yeah, I mm-hmm. thought it was like I didn't think it was like early two thousands, but when I first heard it, I was like, damn, this had to have come out in like 2012, 2013. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. All right, Chad, what's your song? What so, you got for us? Uh I am recommending Romantic Hom- Homicide by David. Now I showed Kirk what'd you say, Zach? <laughs> <laughs> So I showed Kirk um, another one of his songs yesterday uh, here with me because that one's kind of like popping off right now. And um, Kirk really liked it. He has a very unique style. Um, but the main reason why I want to recommend this so much is because I love the fact that he originally started making music so he could put it over his Fortnite compilations. And what? yeah, that's why he started making music. And then on top of that, what I really like about this is the fact that he made this song in his little sister's closet on his phone. That's how he made it. <laughs> so, uh, with all that said, let's go ahead and listen to Romantic Homicide. Judge it so harsh. <laughs> all right, Zach, what did you think? Honestly, I can't hit on it too much because every time I, uh, every time I hear this song come on, it's, uh, it's honestly a ten out of ten in your feels song. I don't see like anything wrong with this song. What do you give it? Like, do, do you genuinely give it a ten out of ten? Is that like actually how you feel? Yes. Let's go. What do you think, Kirk? Yeah, it's not a bad song. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's definitely got the feel there. It's not one you listen to for the music. Yeah, it's there for the lyrics. Yeah, and I think yeah. he did a good job of expressing the emotion that he's trying to get through. Mm-hmm. Um, which from what I, what I gathered from it is that, you know, he's in kind of like a toxic relationship waiting for someone to show up with their and show up in the relationship, say, Hey, I care about you, mm-hmm. you know, but it's not happening. So he's just, like you said, he's killing his emotions for them so he can more easily let go yeah, and move on. Kirk, you want to know something funny? What? He's never been in a relationship. <laughs> Just because he's never been in an official relationship doesn't mean he's never felt something for someone. Yeah. Um, but what I think is interesting. Would you say, Zach? Did you say he made this one in a closet? Yeah, in his little sister's closet. Because this is like an amazing song for being yeah. made in a closet. Yeah. Well, um, don't you make your songs in a closet too, Chad? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but you got like a setup. He did it in a closet on his phone. Yeah, he did it in a closet on his phone with the Apple earbuds. Huh. No, like no like professional microphone setup like I have or anything like that. Just on his Apple head- headphones. What well, helps when you have a really good voice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's got a really good voice, and um, I think he pitches up his voice when he like records uh but i still think it has like a really really good texture if that makes sense like his voice still has a really good texture he doesn't that, overdo it yeah yeah so it still sounds natural like when i first listened to it i thought like it was like just like a like a probably like a short white guy was the was the vision that i had of this person when i first listened to his music but he's he's like a like like he looks like he played football chat? you know what i mean like he looks like he, he a black guy who would just destroy me in football. <laughs> so that surprised me. Yeah. Um, he has that um, kind of voice we were talking about last week with, with Chad's. They're kind of like a little teen, you know, kind of sort of like lazy. Yeah, going lazy through voice, the music. Yeah. I but think he also Zach's has. Song. What? The, Zach's song was the one with the, like the lazy singing. Yeah. yeah. Last, with the had, kazoo at the end. Yeah. He has a little bit of that. Yeah. But he has a very 
clear and precise tone. Yeah. And so he, he's able to, to hit them and hold them out and just very accurately hit the notes exactly where they need to be. Yeah. Which, yeah, it's really, it's really impressive. Yeah. He's, he's really good. And also, uh, originally he wasn't going to release any of his music. Like he was literally just going to use them for his Fortnite compilations. Right. But his mom pressured him into releasing them, which I think is awesome. <laughs> like n- none yeah. of us would be listening to it right now. If his mom didn't tell him to release them and reach out to a label. What were you going to say, Zach? Like, I was gonna say, it's also crazy. Like how much he, uh, I forgot the word now. Like how much he uh, portrayed, I don't know if that's the right word or not, in such a short amount of time. The song is two minutes long. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like he portrayed that emotion really easily within like such a short amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, David, all of his music recommend 100%. What do you guys give it? I would give it a seven out of ten. Seven? All right. Let's go. That's the highest score that Kirk's given in any uh, any of the songs so far, except for his own. What about you, Chin? I honestly, I I do give it a ten. Like I can listen to that at any moment, at any time, and I would still just like it. It just like drags down my emotions, but in a good way. Like it just puts you in that state of mind so easily. And I don't think that there's any other song that can do that. Like, like a lot of people love Billie Eilish because she can do like the same thing. But for me, I don't know what it is. None of her music has ever done that for me. But he just nailed it easily. So, all right. Well, I guess it's my turn. Um, so I am actually recommending um, an album today. Uh oh. So I'm recommending the album "If I Was" by the Staves. Um, the Staves are a group of. Uh, it's uh, three sisters. It's Emily, who does vocals and synths, Jessica, vocals, guitar, and keyboards, and Camilla, vocals, guitar, and ukulele. Um, they've been making music together since they were children growing up in Watford, England. And they grew up listening to Simon and Garfunkel, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and the <laughs> Beatles. Uh, so they are well-versed in singing a three-part harmony. Uh, that came pretty naturally to them. I'm sorry, Kirk, but these are the most British people on planet Earth. <laughs> they look so British. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so they released their first full-length <laughs> album, uh, Dead and Born and Grown, in 2012, um, after which they uh, toured the world and opened for many bands like Florence and Machine um, and uh, Bon Iver. And while with uh, Bon Iver, they formed a bond with uh, Justin Vernon, uh, if you if you aren't aware who Justin Vernon is, he's a very talented musician, producer, singer, sampler, everything else you can think of involving music. Um, uh, Vernon invited them to his studio where they released the critically acclaimed album "If I Was" in 2015. Okay, cool. I'm recommending the whole album, but I think I would like us to focus on "Make It Holy" and "Hopeless." "Make It Holy" because it's probably the best song in the album. And Hopeless, because it highlights their talented singing and harmony. Okay. Are we going to listen to both? Yes, please. Okay, bet. Uh, I'm going to start with Make It Holy. Uh, Let's go ahead and listen to it. All right. So we just finished listening to uh, Make It Holy. 
Um, what are your thoughts, Chad? So we didn't explain this very well when this actually happened, but what ended up happening was my PC ended up falling asleep while we were recording, so we had to make up for some of it uh, by going back over it. So here it is. Uh, what, what I was saying when it cut out is like, uh, I really don't like songs that give me that vibe of like, I can make you want me, make you need me, like that kind of thing. It, it attacks my independence as a person. I don't understand why. It always has and it always will. And I just really, really hate those kinds of songs. And um, it just like, and, and another thing that really bothered me is I, I hate songs that sound like I could make them in five minutes. And this is one of those songs that I think I can make in five minutes. And it, it just, it frustrates me because like, for, for for me, I am like at one of the lowest points economically in my entire life. I have no sort of income whatsoever right now. And the fact that these people are making millions of dollars upsets me because I can make something more artistically unique and, and spend just as much time on it. And that's why I hate it so much. All right. Well, so I, I, I have three issues. Okay. Okay. First off, um, like I said before, the thing started cutting off. Um, I think you're missing the point of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's more focusing on if you wanted me to do these things for you, I could. Mm-hmm. I could do these things for you, but it doesn't seem like you want me to. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I want to do these things for you, but you don't want me to, so I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what the lyrics are saying to me. Yeah. The next thing is I hear what you're saying about if you feel like you make it by yourself but if you did yourself you wouldn't sound like them i'd sound better and you you always you do (laughs) tend to have this uh oh my headset just cut off yeah it's definitely just like the way that it's going through the heads headphones i don't know yeah just say um you tend to have this idea in your head that you can do almost anything better than anyone else yeah, because yeah. I can. Yeah. <laughs> which, I mean, you think you could beat Asu in Apex Legends, <laughs> which you definitely cannot. With, okay, they they are taking <laughs> no, out a lot no. of a lot of with an R ninety nine. Yes, with an R ninety nine one v one, I would beat Asu. You still wouldn't be able I to. Still would. not. Anyways, no. so, I definitely so, could make a better song than them in the same amount of time as them, and they are making it, but I'm not, and that's what upsets me. Yeah, I don't think you can. I definitely um, could. After so, listening to that, that was the most basic song I've ever heard in my life. The, the only thing was the guitar, uh, maybe piano. It sounded like a, a harp at some point. And then the most basic drum pattern I've ever heard in my entire life. First off, it's all live. It's all live? Yeah, yeah they're not like kits or something. You know, They're there playing these instruments and they're well, recording Yeah, I understand that. Uh, you but don't there's have- a difference between live and... And okay, so it's actually recorded. Okay, it's not a kit. Okay, and um, you, I don't think you could pull off the harmonies that they're doing. You know, they're they're very tight knit harmonies. I think that the only people that can pull off harmonies like that are people that have been singing me? together for a very very long time. <laughs> Zach said me <laughs> and siblings, because siblings have the same way of saying words. Yeah. And the same uh, oh. vocal tendencies. <laughs> I don't think that's true. It, it's it's very true. If, if, you, from me. <laughs> if you grow up in the same house, then you tend to say the say things the same way. Okay, so right, 
Okay, so I agree with what you're saying, but at the same time, I could still make that song in five minutes. It's it's I like don't think it's, you could though. Okay, not actually five minutes. Okay, that's me over exaggerating. But either way, I I really don't I really don't like the fact that the song was so incredibly simplistic that I feel like I could do it in like the lightest of conditions. There's nothing it's wrong like, with simple songs. There's nothing wrong with simple songs. The song that you proposed was, or that you recommended today was simple. Yeah. Uh, Yes, no, it your was. Definitely it was Chad. definitely he made it in someone's closet, Chad. Yeah, that's true. Okay, it's a simple song. But anyways, th- this song I just really didn't like it, and and I also just I don't know what it was. All of it just did not j- jive with me at all. I would have skipped the song if it came up. One hundred percent. I would have changed the radio think? station. Would you say, Kirk? What do you think? I. Like you said earlier, it gave off like the vibes. Like Chad definitely got the the wrong understanding for this. <laughs> Chad is like <laughs> so far. <laughs> Chad felt felt like the song attacked his ego. It he did. just got defensive. Yeah, yeah, it did. <laughs> this song just this song would not be good if it wasn't like simple like it was. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I think the simplicity highlights the vocals. And the yeah. vocals and their singing is the main show. Like that's what you're that's what you're listening to them for. You're listening for that tight, you know, harmony that they have and I, their smooth singing. I know what it is. Chad What's, is just you, upset because there's three British people that are singing better than him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I just want uh just so typical you typical know, American. I, I sent a I yeah. sent the picture on their Spotify to Zach and said just look at the picture. They they legitimately are the most British people I've ever... They chose to not show their teeth because they know that they're fucked. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> First off, they're not. I've seen them. Second off, I understand where you might get that from, but these are definitely not the most British people. I will send you pictures of the most British people. They just look these so are not- British. <laughs> I don't know. One of them kind of I mean, looks German this, to me. This looks like a photo I could see of like some girls that live here. Like hundred percent, you know. Long, I'd still say they look British. <laughs> long dark hair, you know, <laughs> same poses, you know, everything. Yeah. Anyways, okay. so let's uh, just go ahead and listen to the next song real quick. What was the next song called? Next song is um, "Hopeless," which is on the same album. All right. So the reason why I wanted to recommend this song as well is first off, I didn't realize it was on the deluxe one, not, but not on the regular one. So that's my bin. Sorry about that. Um, but the reason why I want to recommend this one is because this one really exemplifies their ability to harmonize together mm-hmm. and sing together in like very interesting ways. So, what do you think, Jen? First, better of all, than the last song. I kind of, I don't know, first of all, I kind of agree they do harmonize better. Uh, second of all, Kirk, this is just a haiku. <laughs> you recommended a haiku, not a yeah. song. Yeah, it's, it's uh, I, I this this gave me like play this at my funeral vibes. <laughs> like it, it sounds like a funeral song, you know. Like you go to a church, they they all get like their their uh, main singers together and they sing a, a harmony on top of this one song that's like that's already like a Christian song, you know. That's what that that like made me think of. I hear this at a funeral, lines. but nowhere else. I don't hear it playing in my car ever. <laughs> so so this album is. Not one that you listen to when you want to vibe. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's not one that you listen to when you want to get excited about anything or pumped up. 
This is a trash. Sit there. Album I want to listen to. Trash album. That's what it is. It's a trash album. (laughs) The other song was kind of good, but. This is um, an album that you sit there and you listen to and you kind of like relax, mm-hmm. listen to the vocals and just kind of float through it. You know, it, it's not, you know, there's nothing that's super hard hitting. There there are a few songs that do pick up the beat a little bit and mm-hmm. hit, have a bit more of a stronger instrumental showing. Um, But uh, yeah, what were you going to say, Zach? I was going to say, I kind of disagree with Chad where uh, this is a song you only hear at a funeral. I could imagine opening up the doors to some rich dude's huge mansion in this song. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can see this as like the opening to a Kanye song. <laughs> but that's about as far as this one goes. Like, I, I just like, I don't know. <sighs> I just don't like their style, I guess. I'm going to have to like join like Twitter uh, people who just hate the staves, like they're my people now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I got a really bad impression of them. I don't I don't like their stuff so far. I give the previous song like a 2 out of 10, and I give this one like a 4 out of 10. What about you, Zach? I give the previous one like a 5 out of 10, but this one is like a 3 out of 10. <laughs> I would give the um, previous one, you know, uh, probably an 8 out of 10. And the second one probably a, a seven out of ten. Mm. Well, I really enjoy the song, and I think that comparatively to the two of y'all, I think that I, on average, listen to slower songs. Yeah, that's true. And so I can, I feel like I can enjoy this more than y'all. I mean, it's not like I, I hate the fact that it's slow. I just, just think they're basic, mm-hmm. and I don't like that. I don't like how incredibly basic they are. All right. Now that Chad has uh, just completely trashed the staves, let's uh, (laughs) move on to our video game recommendations. Uh, Let's go ahead and start with Chad. What is your video game recommendation? Uh, I think we should start with Zach because I forgot mine. (laughs) Okay. Zach. (laughs) Zach, what's your video game recommendation? My video game recommendation... uh... Honestly, I'm not sure if somebody already recommended this or not. I probably should have checked beforehand, but I do have a backup. Uh, Devour? No, I, neither one of us have recommended it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Dude, Devour is crazy. They just released a new map today. Oh, they uh, did? We're playing. We're playing. Called <laughs> it's called The Slaughterhouse. Uh-huh. Have you played it yet? Is it good? I have not played it yet, but I've seen the trailer for it, and it looks like it is a 10 out of 10 map. Okay, nice. well, for people who haven't played Devour, y'all should describe what the game is about. Yeah. So it's, uh, <clears throat> I wouldn't describe it as the best looking game. But it, is definitely... <laughs> it looks like it was made for the PS2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty ugly but, game. <clears throat> um,. Definitely not the best looking, but it is a uh, it's a great like late night play with your friends. Uh, maybe shit your pants a couple times. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those stress testing games. So basically, yeah, you're, you're put into this situation where you're constantly being chased around by this monster, right? And you have to sacrifice something to get rid of that monster. And the more that you sacrifice, the more aggressive that monster becomes. And that's like the basic uh, uh, explanation of the game great team building skill oh yeah it's definitely great for team it's yeah 
they should put this in like football teams and things like that. They would become <laughs> instant like, best friends. Right, we're not practicing today. <laughs> Everybody sit down and play this game. <laughs> yeah. I think my complaint about uh, I've played Devour with these two guys. Um, <laughs> they go very try hard on these games. Yeah. Um, I think that my problem with it is that it's basically the same thing over and over again, but at different maps. And yeah. There's like, there, I don't say they have different maps, but I don't think there's enough variation between the maps to warrant me going through and playing all of them. But okay. The, the reason why I disagree with that is like each monster, uh, like acts in a very separate way. Like for example, the, uh, the one before the latest update that Zach was just talking about, there's one where he's like a, he's like a gunslinging, like, hillbilly and he is the hardest one to play against in the entire game like it, it is incredibly difficult and it's, it's honestly it's one of those games where the the longer you play the more challenging it becomes but the challenge feels like what like it's like it's kind of like um the souls games when you when you beat the boss you are so happy that you just beat it you know you get that incredible satisfaction feeling you get that with devour too what do you think zach you agree yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because we spent, like, hours Days. perfecting our speedrunning skills. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, like, we literally built, like, an entire, like, system. So, like, if we if we drop our sacrifice, how do we, like, get it back? Like, that whole thing. Like, we, yeah, we are definitely tryhards at the game. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just there for the ride. Yeah. Kirk, Kirk just gets downed over and over again and gets upset with us because we that, don't res him. <laughs> that is not true. Okay, the that last true. the last time we played, I was the last one alive. Okay, y'all don't remember that? No. <laughs> yeah, the last time we, we played, I was the last one alive, and I burned the last thing, and I won it for us. Okay, mm, nice. You know, so, Zach, Zach and I have played it a lot since the last time that we all played together because um, Chloe has played with it, uh, played it with us all quite a bit too. So, yeah. yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So, uh, what do you guys, what do you guys rate the game? Ten, all all across the board is a ten. Oh yeah. <laughs> Not every game can be a ten, Chad. No, it's a ten. It's a ten, Kirk. <laughs> this one though, this one is a ten. This one's definitely a ten. I would rate it a five, just because it's a good multiplayer game. Yes. Not a bad it, rating. I do not think it's a good game if you're playing by yourself. Yeah, no. If you at play all. by yourself, it's torture. No, no. Don't play it by by yourself yeah. at all. <laughs> okay, Chad. So my game is actually Batman Arkham Origins. Oh. And the main reason why I'm recommending this one is because everyone hates on Arkham Origins, but it's actually genuinely really, really good. Like if, if you played all the Arkham games, it it it's it actually completely like oh my god, my headphones just turned off. Um it completely like feels like it fits into the game, you know? So I feel like it's justified being there. But a lot of people hate it because like like it's the game after Joker died, I think. Yeah, it's the game after Joker dies in the yep. Arkham games. So people are like, okay, well they're done with the Joker. What are they gonna do now? Then they release Arkham Origins, and the main bad guy in that one is Joker. And I think that's the main reason why people ended up not liking it when it came out. But it's a really solid game, and uh, I think it gets way too much hate for how solid it is. You know. So what you're saying, it has a uh, Last of Us Two problem. No, because Last of Us Two is bad. So, but last no, Last of Us Two is like a good five out of ten game. It's more more like a four or so. The problem with Last of Us Two isn't that 
isn't like what you think it's the problem is. The problem is that the first one has a theme of hope, hopeful and hope, hopefulness. And the second one has a theme of hopelessness, which isn't a bad thing. It's just like, like it, it completely goes backwards on what the series is supposed to be about. And I think that's the main reason why a lot of people hate it, including me. It's, I, I think we'll come back to that discussion. Whenever I recommend last of us too. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, so if you had to compare the Arkham games, mm-hmm. where would Origins land on that list? Um, okay, so there's four of them total, right? Uh, I would put Arkham Origins uh, at the second to last. What's your first? My last or one. yeah, what I guess what's your whole okay, order? So, so in order, yeah. the worst one, in my opinion, is uh, Arkham Knight. Origins is after that, and then uh, Arkham Asylum, then Arkham City is the best one, in my opinion. Now, see, you say that you think Origins gets uh, too much, you know, crap. Yeah. But I think that just about everyone who's played all the games would rank them in the same order. As what I did? Yeah. Yes. So, it's it's not just that it was, it's not that it's bad, it's just, it's not as good as the other one asylum and origins yeah, yeah. or uh, asylum and yeah. yeah um i i don't think that most people would though because everyone that i've like i've watched like reviews on the games and almost everyone uh has put origins at the bottom there, there's actually there's this one guy that i watch uh I don't, I, a shout out to him uh his name is i suddenly can't remember it man i nice. had it I just completely lost good, it. Good shout out. Yeah. Um, anyways, <laughs> he, he actually thinks that Origins is the best one. And like, I mean, I, I, I agree that it's genuinely significantly better than what people give it. Like, cause like everyone, when it first came out and even to this day still hates Origins, you know? And like the, the thing is like, you can't compete with Arkham City. Batman Arkham City is one of the best games that has ever come out ever. So, like, it's not even, like, a fair comparison, I feel like, because now at this point, people are coming from one of the best games in the world to have ever existed to now playing what would be still an above-average game. You know what I mean? Um, so, like, realistically, I still think it's better than majority of every, uh, like, single-player game. Definitely better than Cyberpunk, that's for sure. You know, you and I have talked about this before, Chad, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I genuinely believe that the thing that makes an open world RPG game elevated above mm-hmm. other open world RPG games it's when you're playing a character is when you're playing a character and you're not playing yourself. You yeah. can't make a character. Yeah. Because The Witcher, Zelda, Batman, uh, Arkham City, mm-hmm. you know, they're all characters that get made for you. You're playing as that character. Yeah. And it gets you more, you can tell more of a realistic story because these are pe- things that are happening to a person mm-hmm. not just some random character that you made yeah uh i wouldn't really call the arkham games rpgs though i would uh, maybe uh open sim maybe but i wouldn't call them rpgs i mean you're I get. I don't know. I think it falls underneath an RPG category. I don't know because you're not really like. I, I feel like one of the main things that comes to like an RPG is like you know collecting things and like like building up your character. Does that make sense? You do that, and so those aren't games. aren't really telltale signs of an RPG. Like an RPG okay, stands so, for like a role playing game. 
would uh, would you consider uh, the Telltale games RPGs? No, I think that those fall underneath their own category. I think that those are um, almost like point-and-click adventures. (laughs) Honestly, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so so would you call Spider-Man an RPG? The the new Spider-Man games? What about Spider-Man 2 that came out on the PS2? Yes. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like they have their own category, too. I I, I don't know. I just... uh, when I hear RPG, I think of like Witcher, Skyrim, Fallout, that kind of stuff. I don't really think of like Batman, Spider-Man, uh, even like infamous Second Son, <laughs> like those kinds of games. I I don't I wouldn't consider them RPGs, but well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, so uh, have you guys played it? Yes. You've played Origins for a little bit. For a little I, bit, I have played every single Arkham game. I have not finished a single one. <laughs> really? Like n- not even like the main story? Dude. The thing is that to. every time I've played them, it's been at someone else's house. Mm. I don't own them. Mm. So <laughs> yeah, that's how I've played all of them. Yeah. Arkham As- uh, Asylum, I feel like I feel like Arkham Asylum has such a good atmosphere that it just sucks you into the game so heavily so fast. <gasps> Like when when you play stuff like Cyberpunk or um or The Witcher Three, I feel like those games suck you into the world so quickly, and I think that's another strength of the Arkham games is they just they just it feels so natural, even though it's completely different from what we live in, you know. I, I think that's why Arkham City is like such a good game because Arkham Asylum was already like a ten out of ten, mm-hmm. and they pretty much just took that and made it a bigger map. Yeah. And then, and then uh, on top of that, they also like, in my opinion, I think Arkham Origins, uh, no, uh, not Arkham, uh, Arkham City, I think has the best story out of all of them because the ending just hits so hard. Yeah, you know. From what I remember of the games, another thing that really made them fun is their world felt alive. Yeah, there wasn't like giant gaps in it where there's just like, okay, well, I've got about. You know, a kilometer to the next objective. There's nothing between me and there. I'm just <laughs> yeah. like going between everything. Yeah, there's you know? always something going on. Yeah, except for Arkham Asylum when you beat the game. When you meet, when you beat the main story, nothing ever happens. It's just an empty, like soundscape. <laughs> it's weird. Arkham Knight. Um, when you beat the game, you get to look forward to collecting all the regular trophies. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Arkham Knight. <laughs> Oh my god, dude. <laughs> Never will I ever go for all the Riddler trophies on that game. How many are there, Zach? Do you like remember? It, I don't. I swear I it was, it was like, like 3,000. 300. No, I th- I'm pretty it sure it's, near, it's in the thousands, Zach. Is I it? I don't think it is. I think it's a lot. I just, Yeah, it's definitely a lot. I don't know. I, I For some reason, I just like... I remember it being in the thousands, but I have no idea. Anyways, so Arkham Origins. Good game. I, I genuinely give it like an 8.5 out of 10. What about you, Zach? Yeah, I'd give it like an eight. Eight? I'd give it a seven. Yeah. <laughs> seven out of ten. I played a little bit of it. Seven. <laughs> All right, Holy so uh, my video game recommendation is a game that neither Zach nor Chad have played. Uh-huh. Um, it is uh, Slay the Spire. Boring! I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know nothing about it. It is uh, was developed. Trophies. <laughs> it was developed and published <laughs> by Mega Crit Games. 
the Steam store description is we fused card games and roguelikes together mm-hmm. to make the best single player deck builder we could. Craft a unique deck, uh, encounter bizarre creatures, discover relics of immense power, and slay the spire. Mm. So this game will appeal to you if you like Magic the Gathering and if you like uh, strategy games and if you like roguelites. Um, I would say that it falls more underneath a roguelite than a roguelike uh, because there is a decent amount of progression that you can have. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically what it is is that you start out with a basic deck of uh, 10 to 12 cards mm-hmm. and there's four different characters you can play as and they each have their own sets of cards. Um, as you progress and defeat enemies, uh, which the map in, is randomly generated every single time, um, you go from room to room um, and as you defeat those enemies, you get rewards. Like you can pick another card to add to your deck. You can get money or you get a potion. You use that money at a shop to get more cards or remove a card if your deck is too big. Um, and the game can get really, really challenging because once you beat it for the first time, you unlock ascension mode, which is a scale of one to 20. And you have to beat it on that ascension mode to get unlock the next one. Mm. And every ascension mode, it gets harder and harder and harder. Okay, so Kirk, we both know that I hate card games because I find them incredibly boring, right? Try and sell me on this one. What, what would you do for like people who don't normally go around the card game like crowd? Does that make sense? Um, well, I mean, not not everything is for everyone. Yeah. You know, but um, the problem for you is that you also do not like roguelike games. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, to be fair, some of them are like, like I didn't like Risk of Rain because it felt too easy. Like that was my main reason why I didn't like Risk of Rain. Like it just didn't feel like there was enough pressure to stay alive in that game. Well, every time that we went up to the heart of difficulty, you and Zach both died on the first level. (laughs) Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is like, I feel like there's not enough of a big risk if you die. Like it does, you know, like, like you said, like there's progression in, in the Slay the Spire, you know? Yeah. So every time that you play the game, no matter how far you get, mm-hmm. you get experience points. So you could die in the first room. Uh-huh. You would still get experience points. Mm. And those experience points go towards unlocking more cards that you could see in the future. Yeah. Um, and as you play with them, you can lock the different characters and every single character has a very, very different play style. Mm-hmm. Are like, you talking about Risk of Rain right now or Slay the Spire? Slay the Spire. Okay. Um, so you've got the Ironclad. He's basic, you know, Hit them and block. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, the silent, which is she deals poison mm-hmm. and she can do like chip damage. Like these guys, she got shiv cards, which do yeah. like a little bit of damage, but she can get a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And then you have the defect, which is basically a robot, but you can charge different types of orbs okay. that do different abilities. Like one gives you more energy, one deals damage, one blocks, and uh-huh. one like builds up damage over time. And the last one is the watcher. Uh, which uh, kind of ch- changes between forms. So she can have a uh, defensive form and an aggressive form. In the defensive form, you get energy when you move out of the defensive form. In the aggressive form, you do double damage, but you take double damage. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now sell it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're at the longest selling point. <laughs> okay. It gives you a lot of rewards. Uh-huh. 
there is a lot of progression. Uh-huh. I don't know how else to like sell it for you. I mean, it, that's that's what I think a lot of roguelite games get wrong. Mm-hmm. Is you, when you play, you don't always feel like you're making any progress. Yeah, like if you die in the first room, what did you just get? Nothing. You, nothing. You just lost in game. Yeah, nothing. Shit. Yeah, you just spent like five minutes playing the game and you didn't get anything from it. Yeah, I think that that's something that Slate Aspire does really well. Mm-hmm. I think another thing that the Slate Aspire does really well is that it does combos really okay. well. You can get relics and cards, and you can do these things called endless combos, mm-hmm. where if you get a certain amount of cards, you can just play them over and over and over again. Yeah. And that's a lot of fun. And it kind of triggers that part of your part of your brain, like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to destroy this guy now. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I every time, because like we've talked about Slay the Spire a couple times. I think I've seen you play and been like looked at it, seen what it is. Um Honestly, I genuinely might give it a try. Like the way that you're describing it, I mean, it, it does sound like like the like you said, you know, progression is what really matters to me in games. So when when if it's something that if if I feel like I'm actually getting towards something, then I might enjoy it. You know? Yeah, I'm not sure if they've released it yet, but they were working on an iOS version. Mm. They do have an Android version. It is on every single game system, and it's on Steam. Okay, so. It is fairly cheap. Uh, it is not a $60 game. How much is it? I think it's uh, 15 maybe. Mm. And it goes on sale pretty often. It's like $15 yeah. too much for Chad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, so what um, do you think about it, Zach? Well, I'm looking at the pictures. Uh, Zach's going to shit on like, it. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not going to shit on it because it actually looks like it might be a little fun. I was gonna say I'm looking at the pictures and it looks like the the one card game that Kirk was working on a while ago was heavily inspired by this. Yes, it is. Just like <laughs> the way everything is laid out. Yes, it is very inspired by it. But there are some things that I felt like I could improve on mm-hmm. and do make things more interesting. Um, like I think that the thing that Slay the Spire lacks is there's basically no story. Mm. Um, yeah, th- th- there's no story. There's at all. Lore. Yeah, kind of. You, you know, just go in, like, and but there's like, no story. Okay, so I think that's something that uh, that's something that I wanted to prove upon, and that's why I was trying to make a game that was similar to it. All right, so having not played it at all, Chad, what do you rate it? Uh like a two. <laughs> Zach, having looked yeah, at like the Steam a page, point five. <laughs> okay, I no, would like genuinely five. rate this game, and I think that even if I wasn't as biased as I am, mm-hmm. I would still rate it at least an eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. But being have, having played it and put so many hours into it, I would bump it up to probably a ten out of ten. Mm. I think it's a great game, and I think that uh, I mean there, there's a you can put a lot of time into it and do a lot of stuff. Um, oh, one other thing, one caveat I should say: you cannot sync your profiles over devices. Oh, so just keep that in mind if you're thinking, oh, I can play it on my phone and then continue picking up where I left off on my computer. Can't really do that. Sorry. That sucks. So, yeah. So, that is our games and our songs that we'd like to recommend to everyone. Thanks for listening. Yes. Thank you so much. Uh, hopefully, this will come out on this following Wednesday, and we'll keep releasing on Wednesday mornings after that. If y'all would like to get some more information, um, in the future, we'll be having some socials that I can plug here at the end of the podcast. 
Oh, um, we should start plugging our socials. I didn't think about that. Hey, guys, look up Let Pitch I'm Cook. not plugging my socials. <laughs> look up Let Pitch Cook on uh, Instagram. It's it's all one word, all lowercase, Let Pitch Cook. That's a great, great Instagram name. Anyways, you're saying. <laughs> um, so we are building our audience. So if you like the podcast, please share it around. Um, if you don't like the podcast, I don't really care. Um, and... <laughs> Uh, I think that's all I got for today. Thank you so much, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye.